since I did the salt this morning, I no longer need to say greetings and who I am. But if anyone came in late, I am Pastor Deborah, in case you're not sure who's up here today. Uh, and I do welcome all of you again online and in person to worship. Trinity Sunday, that's today. We celebrate the Christian doctrine of the Trinity, the three persons in one. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So in case you're wondering why Jesus is here in person, we have one-third of the Trinity here. Not to mock the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, or God. We have a Trinity praise team today. So if you want to join the praise team at any time, please feel free. Okay. But we'll be looking at a passage that talks about the Trinity. So as we prepare to look at that passage in today's theme, will you pray with me this prayer of illumination? God of light, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit that as the scriptures are read and your word proclaimed that we may hear with joy what you say to us today and all God's children say, Amen. Today's scripture passage comes to us from Romans 5, 1 through 5, the common English Bible, and it's on the screens for those in person, and I believe it's also on the screen online. Our tech team always does a beautiful job. Therefore, since we have been made righteous through his faithfulness, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have access by faith into this grace in which we stand through him. And we boast in the hope of God's glory. But not only that, we even take pride in our problems because we know that trouble produces endurance. Endurance produces character. And character produces hope. This hope doesn't put us to shame because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us the word of life. Thanks be to God. Understanding the Trinity, the three in one, isn't easy. Is it? Okay, I'm saying that from my point of view. Eight years of seminary, because I took it slow and easy, and it's clergy. It is hard to explain, but maybe understanding it and explaining it is not the point. Now, maybe you have a favorite symbol of the Trinity, by chance, a Trinity knot or the Celtic knot. That's one of my favorites. A triangle, a three-leaf clover. I have two favorite symbols. I just gave one away. A Celtic knot. It's one of my favorite symbols. I have a stained glass version of the Celtic knot, and I would have brought it up here, but it's already packed in a box, already at the house. <coughs> it's also on one of my stoles, packed, ready to be put in the car and go to the house. My other favorite symbol is on the orders of worship that you can download. It's on the Facebook pages. It's this one. It's an icon of the Holy Trinity. And it's a depiction of the Holy Trinity by the Russian artist Rublev. Now, at the time of Rublev, 
The Holy Trinity was the embodiment of spiritual unity, peace, harmony, mutual love, and humility. Think about that. Spiritual unity, peace, harmony, mutual <coughs> love, and humility. These are characteristics that we seek to live out in our lives, are they not? And these are characteristics of the Trinity. Symbols in art help us to better understand the Trinity. Though it is still difficult to wrap our heads around the triune God. If we struggle to understand it, we can focus on the experience of the triune God. We can experience God, Son, and Holy Spirit. To get from thinking about the Trinity to experiencing the Trinity, we need to travel from our heads to our hearts. Now that journey is not that far. I think I've been told it's about an 18 inch if you measure it. However, that's a long way to go. Now, that journey can often take years. If I'm being honest, I'm not gonna ask you to be honest, I'm just saying from my perspective. We can be more comfortable in our faith while we're in our heads rather than in our hearts. Yet, until we allow the renewing of our minds to change our hearts and lives, we won't fully experience what awaits us. How do we experience God the Creator? Well, one way is in worship, is it not? Let's take a look at today's service, for example. First, we sang every praise. We've been singing that for several weeks now. Some of the lyrics, every praise is to our God, every word of worship in one accord. Every praise, every praise. God, my Savior, God, my healer, God, my deliverer. All different ways to experience God. We also sang holy, holy, holy. For the one, two, three, four, maybe more bilingual five people in here today, I hope you sang Santo, 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 number 65, not number 64. I'm not going to ask if you sang Santo, 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 Oi. Oh, oops. <laughs> so, no. So, I, Oi means today. Um, if I get started in Espanol, I may continue, but I don't have an interpreter. I could call one of you up here. But if you sang the Spanish version like I did, then you experience God in a multifaceted way. <clears throat> holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, all thy works shall praise thy name in earth and sky and sea. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty God in three persons, blessed Trinity. Our prayer song, Where the Spirit of the Lord Is. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is peace. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is love. There is comfort in life's darkest hour. There is light in life. There is help and power in the Spirit 
in the spirit of the Lord. We hear about the Trinity and can therefore experience it in our songs. Where else? Well, in today's scripture passage in Romans 5, we see that we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have access by faith into grace. We have been made righteous by Christ's faithfulness. Then the passage goes into teaching us a way of living out our faith, reminding us that there will be problems and trouble. Yay! Something we all want to be reminded of. But then it tells us that trouble produces endurance. And endurance produces character. And then character produces hope. If we even think about giving up or losing hope, we are reminded that we are not alone. Verse 5 reminds us that God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. I don't know about you, again, not asking for a show of hands, but I have my share of problems and trouble. And if you ask my three family members who are here today, they'll probably say, she causes her share of problems and trouble. And that's true. Don't ask them any questions, please. My endurance and character are getting quite a workout, and they have. But so is my hope. My hope continues to strengthen in the midst of all the problems, because I know that God's love is poured out in my heart, and the Holy Spirit is with me. When I look at the Trinity, it's often the Holy Spirit that speaks loudest in my life. Next to the teachings of Jesus, there were Holy Spirit moments last week at the annual conference. If that surprises you, yes, the Holy Spirit does show up in the business of the church. The church, big church, and even this church, the Holy Spirit shows up wherever we're willing to listen. It wasn't all business, by the way. Neither is it here, so let's be open. It was great to be back at Lake Junaluska last week for annual conference. And by the way, talk to Danny and Thorny, which I got in trouble when I said that a few weeks ago and prayed for them. They're like, thanks. Thanks for setting us up for questions. <laughs> it was good to experience Bishop Deborah Wallace Paget's first annual conference with us. We had wonderful worship. Some great teaching by Tom Alvin from the Upper Room, and we had some great preaching by Bishop Swanson. How many might remember Bishop Swanson when he was our bishop back in the day? He's now down in Mississippi. Wow, it was great to have him there. There were many times when I sensed the Holy Spirit at work this past week. One was Tuesday morning during our Reconciling Ministries Network Prayer Worship Service. Wow, the songs we sang, the preaching, the scriptures. It was a powerful worship service. 51 of us gathered together in a memorial chapel to celebrate that God loves all. And we're all loved by God. 
We shared Holy Communion communion together, and it was just a powerful experience of the Holy Spirit and the triune God. Another one was a Tuesday night worship service. Bishop Swanson invited all the pastors to come forward for prayer. He hadn't planned it, but he was listening to the Holy Spirit. He had been preaching on memories and talking about what Holston Conference can be, who and whose we are, and that God is still at work. He prayed over us, and he prayed for our new bishop. It was moving and powerful. I was remembering the first time that Bishop Swanson had a major impact on me during all that. It was an annual conference, and he was about to read a book up on the platform, a book called The Spyglass by Richard Paul Evans, that talked about what kingdom could be. He was about to read it to kids. And he invited all the kids to come up to the platform to sit with him while he read that book. This may or may not surprise any of you, but I stood up from where I was in the back of the auditorium and said, Bishop, what's the age cut off for the kids? And he just kind of stood there like, uh, not sure. And so I took that to mean a yes. <laughs> and I went on up scared out of my wits and sat down crisscross applesauce on that platform and never looked back. I later found out that a bunch of young people, the young delegates and the teenagers came and sat with me and that stage, that platform was full. So when Bishop got through praying with us, all the pastors were kind of lining up. It's kind of that Holy Spirit. No one wanted to leave that space. So I made my way into line and made my way over to Bishop Swanson. I said, Bishop Swanson, I said, do you remember the annual conference where you read the spyglass? I said, I'm the one who stood up and came up on stage. I'm now a pastor. He came down from the stage and he gave me a hug. Whew, Holy Spirit moment. At the end of the annual conference, I was talking to two colleagues. One is the pastor where I'll be part of. I'll be part of Birch United Methodist as my charge conference. And Tony Collins said, I remember that year very well. That was part of the sending forth service. I was like, whoa, sending forth service? Where they blessed and sent forth everyone out to do God's ministry oh whew, whoa you mean god was working on me way back then <clears throat> i said yes to god way back then hmm god has been working in mysterious ways in my life through the nudging of the holy spirit for a long time god makes god self known in many ways to me and to you and i i use many different names for the trinity the three in one i use god creator divine mystery jesus holy spirit great spirit sustainer beloved way maker etc often it depends on where i am in the moment what i need what language i'm speaking 
One other experience of God this last week at annual conference was this saying from Tom Alvin, who spoke to us on prayer in our morning study sessions. When we say yes to God, to the Holy Spirit, we are taking one more step in our discipleship process. Each yes helps us grow. His exact quote is this. Discipleship is one yes to God at a time. He went on to say this, you don't know where God can take you when you accept the invitation. Amen to that. Put on your seatbelt and it's a roller coaster ride. I understand some people went to Lake Winnie over the weekend. Hope you had your seatbelts on. So Tom encouraged us to pray at the beginning, the middle, and the end to let our heart's desire be known to God. Think for a moment about the things God has asked you to do. What are your yes moments? As I look around today, look around today, I am grateful for the many yes responses represented here. For those who said yes to be greeters and ushers, yes to leadership roles and praise team, yes to say the benediction, yes to serve in a variety of ministry roles, yes to teach and preach. By the way, Danny Tuyer is not only preaching twice at the end of this month, he is preaching twice at St. Luke at the end of July. That'll be six times he's been in the pulpit since he was four years old and preached to his stuffed animals. <laughs> he has said yes to God, and who knew that's where God would take him? I don't think he did. Talk to Danny about that. We all said yes to God at some point, at some time. We had people that said yes a few weeks ago when they joined. Let's keep saying yes. Let's keep being willing to grow. Let's keep being willing to be challenged. Let's keep willing to be changed. That's what discipleship is. Saying one yes to God, to the divine mystery. One yes at a time. Remember that we're not alone. The Holy Spirit is with us. We've learned or we've been reminded of that over the past couple of weeks through our readings, through our scripture passages. Experiencing the Trinity, God, Son, and Holy Spirit is available to each of us as we open ourselves up, as we listen, and we observe. In the days and weeks ahead, I encourage you to be on the lookout for the Trinity. Where do you see? Where do you hear? Where and how do you experience the Trinity in your daily life? And be aware of what words you use. May the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit within us continue to mold and make us into the image of Christ. May we experience the Holy Spirit working through the business of the local church and our individual lives. Will you pray with me? Oh, 
triune God. What, a, in a, what an exciting mystery we celebrate today. That you, our God, are three persons in one being. Your essence is so awesome. It is beyond our understanding. Oh, Father, you adopted us as your children through the death and the resurrection of your Son. Oh, Holy Spirit, you gave us faith in Jesus through explosive power of the gospel, the good news. You testified that we are God's children, God's beloved children, and you guarantee our inheritance of eternal glory with Jesus. Oh, Holy Trinity, your saving love overwhelms us. Keep us as your own, and each day move us to declare, Holy, 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 Santo, Santo, Santo is the Lord God Almighty. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, through all eternity, and all God's children said, Amen.